This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. The saying, if you want something done right, do it yourself, is equally as true in Heart Life as it is in any other city in any other world. It is, however, remembered with a frequency disproportionate to its verisimilitude. As with every other world, those in power seek to have others achieve on their behalf. So it has been for Dr. Emily Caligari. We return to her in her laboratory as she implores her freshly minted minions, an army of burgeoning scientific thinkers, led by the fiery Dean Gates and her associates, Dr. Erlenmeyer and young Master Podwell, to carry out her will. Well, you have poked through my petri dishes, toyed with my test tubes, and named several of my nanobots. I have given you the access you demanded. I have even prevented you from destroying yourselves in the process. Now it is your turn to do me a favor. What sort of favor might this be? I need for you to retrieve an item that was stolen from me by Herbert West. It was a rather ordinary containment tube with rather extraordinary contents. It isn't in his lab, so we must assume he has used it. I'd stake your sorry lives that he's created something with my engineered genetic material. And whatever it is, I want it. Of course you do, but this Dr. West is a dangerous man, and you've been very clear about that. What do you expect us to do? Break in through his window while he's away? Walk up to him and ask politely if he would kindly return your... Well, hell's bells, you don't even know what you're looking for. We agreed to do your work, and we agreed to danger, but we did not agree to blatant suicide. You will be looking for some sort of living creature. The good doctor is not unlike me in this way. He would not have squandered the material on anything more mundane than life. Whatever he has made, it is probably slow and uncoordinated. Artificial life tends that way. I would imagine it will look out of place, even more so than anything else in his lab. It may even look human. What kind of thing will it be? I suppose it could be a reanimated corpse. That is his purported specialty. Then again, it, it could be a homunculus, made entirely of his own toenail clippings, I cannot say. But no doubt is in my mind that it will be something which was once alive, ceased to be so, and is now ambulatory. 
I'm sorry? Ambulatory. Uh, motile. Moving about. Oh. Caligari. Doctor Caligari. Are you telling me that you created something capable of raising the dead? I am telling you that Herbert West has warped my genius for his own needs. Beyond that, all you are being told is to retrieve an abomination and bring it to me alive. But if it's not really alive... Dead, then. And it's not truly dead, either. Whatever state you happen to find it in should be the same as the state in which you deliver it. Is that understood? I understand that you are sending us to go toe-to-toe with the mad scientist with the ability to appear seemingly from nowhere, the resourcefulness to steal from a superior figure such as yourself, and the wherewithal to reanimate the dead. I understand that you expect us to retrieve his walking undead abomination, whatever it happens to be. I do not understand how you expect us to survive. Prove I've underestimated you. I know you wish to. Off you go. The science fair make their way from the gleaming halls of the office down into the suburb to the sagging earthen walls of Deck Q. It is here that the domicile of Dr. West can be found. A welcome mat sits outside the enormous iron door. Andrew, you know I can't stay. I might hurt you or Herbert, and I couldn't live... Well, I couldn't deal with that. Please. As the door opens, Mrs. Rourke's determined stride is broken by the sight of Dean Gates at the head of a phalanx of participants. Uh, hello. A moment of your time? Participants! A scuffle ensues as the participants jostle each other and press in on Mrs. Rourke. Who are you? We'll ask the questions here. You sound like an idiot. What is your name? I'm Elizabeth. What do you want? Simply to be introduced properly. I am Dean Gates, and it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Elizabeth. We understand Dr. West has a pet project he wishes to submit to our science fair, and we have come to pick it up for him. So, kindly tell us, um... Where does he keep the abomination? I don't know what you're talking about. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. Do you even listen to yourself? Where is West's monster? I am not sure what you're implying. Dr. West would never create a monster. Wouldn't he? I'm not sure what you would call a walking corpse, but in my book, that's a monster. By definition, the raising of the dead is anathema. It goes against everything we try to accomplish through science. He's a doctor. He helps people. I mean, it's only a matter of degrees. We are not interested in questions of semantics. We have come to get whatever it is that West has created from materials he stole from our client. And you have exactly 30 seconds to tell us where it is. Otherwise, we'll inject you with rat flu and leave you to die. Get it? (sighs) Okay. He keeps it in an abandoned residence. Uh, it's over in section 23. Ow! What? Podewell, you idiot! We were going to inject her if she refused to tell us. She was clearly lying. Yes, undoubtedly. But how do you now propose to gain access to the lab? 
She must have known about the security West put in place, and now she's dead. <sighs> Dying anyway. Oh, that's no problem. I came prepared. I brought along my boom bag. Your boom bag? Really? Is this the end for Mrs. Rourke? Have the science fair just signed their own death warrants? What will happen when they reach Dr. West's lab? Find out next time as death at a science fair continues. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.